You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen Wyden. With me is my co-host, Todd Stark. I'm back. I'm still alive. You're feeling better? Feeling a lot better. Good. There's a, a lot of rain and sickness and illnesses going yes. around. And this weather is not helping. Going from 70 to 30 and then back to 70 and then back to 30. Yeah, and I really think that was the problem. Yeah, I, I honestly really think. feel like it is. 100%. Welcome to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So uh, beyond that, I mean, if you're feeling good, did you did you get any gameplay time in? I did, man. I'm, I'm still just playing Resident Evil Two. It's fine. Yeah, I love how uh, I'm, I really miss survival horror. I think you know because mm-hmm. horror and survival horror are two different things, and they can just nail how that used to feel on that game. So like so this well. type of survival yeah, horror, so like, to speak. yeah, like you're out of you have five bullets left and you're going to go around a corner and you know, like I've already played through it. So I know that this is waiting around that corner mm-hmm. and I know I don't have enough bullets. So I'm going to have to figure out how to run from it. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's great. I missed it. You're good. And how was Red Dead this week? Red Dead is good. I finally, like yesterday moved to chapter five because I finally, I don't want to say I'm getting bored with it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think I was just at a point where I was like, you know what? I'm just, let's get the story moving a little bit because I was trying to do the side mission and I've, I think I just got fed up with it because I have seen every bird imaginable in this game except for a robin. (laughs) And that's all I'm looking for is a robin. And I've looked up online, where a good spot to find a robin is. I have not seen a robin in these areas, I have ran into two amongst all the areas that I've ran and looked. And I wasn't even looking for them. It was just random encounters. Right. And one, I shot, and it was no good because I needed a perfect, and it was just good. Well, how do you kill them without... Well, see, I've got that. Little, I've got a trinket uh-huh. that can boost the percentage that some of the pelts that you get, as long as they were... Decent, like if they were right. perfect, three stars, and they go down, right. there's a chance they'll go back up. So maybe you kill it with a bow and arrow or something? Well, I've just been using my varmint rifle and hoping for the best, because I don't know what else to use. I know Shoot the small the game arrows or whatever, but yeah. it's it's already hard enough to try and catch the little buggers, because they float out of trees. Mm-hmm. You know, you had, that's the other part about it. You can't just find them like you can everything else. You just either shake them out of a tree or luck out and spot one flying above your head. So can you, you can catch them? You shoot them and then their corpse will come down. And you just pick them up and oh, put them in your pocket. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And essentially, what I'm the, the side mission that I'm doing, I, I found like a flyer at I think it was a post office in Rhodes. Yeah. And they were he, like, "Hey, send us some carcasses for some stuff." And I was like, "Okay, I can do that." And it was like a cardinal, uh, a squirrel, and a rat. Yep. Okay. And I, I was remember. like, "Sure, I can do that." 
And the Cardinals, I can I see Cardinals all the time now. Right. So on my hunt for this Robin, the elusive Robin, that again I've only seen twice. Second time, I was so mad because I was riding down this area. And you know how sometimes you target something, you can yeah. see it from a distance? I targeted it and it said Robin, and I didn't notice it until it was too late. And I lost sight of it, and I was like, where, where, where? <laughs> and it was just gone. I was like, damn it. So it was so yeah. bad. That game, um, uh, you think it's like more of a time-based, like what time of the day? Yeah. And, so that's that's how it is with those. And that's what I'm trying to figure out is because at night, I know it's not gonna. I'm not right. going to find a Robin. But... The, uh, there's another part to this that I've got to find because I've collected everything else I need except for two items, and that's the robin and a possum. But I don't want to go after a possum, even though I'm sure I can run across those because I've run across those not as frequently as some of the other stuff, but I know where to look. we got to go after the possum to get the robin. But see, if I get the possum, it's going to rot on my horse but by if the you... time I get done. But if you say you're going for the possum, you'll automatically find the robin. Well, there was also a glitch I was kind of hoping to exploit, like randomly. Yeah. I think one of the birds that I had to pick up was an oriole. Right. And for whatever reason, it started to count as the possum because it was checked off my box. And I was like, I never caught a possum. And I started looking through my bag and I was like, where's the possum? But then when I caught the next item, it, the check went off. I was like, damn it. She went and turned it I in. I could play the system. Yeah, that had been great. <laughs> but no... But this damn Robin, man, I just, I got frustrated because like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what else to do. Unless right. someone can tell me a, a spot, a direct spot that this and is going to always be every single time. I just can't, I've lost my patience for it. Right. I have hunted so many birds, so many birds. In fact, my bag is filled with perfect carcasses of all these other birds. <laughs> can you sell them? Yeah, but I'm hanging on to them for just in case. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, you know, if I ever got the robin and finished this up and they wanted more, I was like, oh, I got plenty. Yeah, (laughs) I got every damn bird there is. Yeah, I just don't have a robin. Right. So don't ask for another one. Don't get a robin. Yeah, I've got everything else you want. A sparrow, an oriole. I got a blue jay. I got all these birds except for that one. It's always that one. So I'm frustrated with the bird situation. I said to hell with it. Focus on the stories, nothing else. And I got through to chapter five. So Story-wise, where are you at? What's happening? Well, spoilers for anybody who doesn't want to know. Three, two, one. Shipwrecked. Okay. Like, I didn't do anything beyond that point. Okay. I, I got... I went through that entire story. It was getting late by the time I got there. So I was just like, well... You're not alone. So... Yeah, I kind of figured, but I'm curious to see where the story's going because I got I got very frustrated. Continuing spoilers, by just so you're aware, if you don't want to hear any of this, just skip ahead. I'm so mad at how many people were losing. Yeah. Because after that bank robbery, I was like, "Come on, man! I loved Hosea." Oh, I did too. I did. He was I did. one of my favorite characters. He's he's somebody I felt like you could trust, always trust, yeah. and then he, he was, goes down. He was Lenny the, goes down. Yep. Yeah. Uh. I don't really feel like it's a spoiler, but, you know, for again, if people don't want to be spoiled, is John coming back or are we done with him? Because I heard on the way out, everybody was just like, oh, he got ca- caught by the, the cops and all that. And I was like, so I was kind of under the impression, was like, so is this where his story ends and then it kind of trails off to the other one or is he coming back maybe? Well. Just say yes or no. I don't want to. Because, well, I mean, I know he's either got to come back or he won't. 
So if you just say, yeah, then I'm like, all right, cool. So I know I'll, I'll see him again. Because to me, I was like, so if he disappeared at that point, then that's the end of his story in this game. And then it just trails off to part one. So if all you say is yes, then I know I'll see him again and I won't think nothing of it. Well, what if I don't want to say anything? But all you'd have to say is yes or no. I know what I have to say, but what if I don't want to? It's not going to change anything for it me. It might. No, it won't. It might. I don't think it will. It I'm just I'm just stuck between I mean right now I really don't care yes or no am I gonna see him again yeah okay cool thanks does that change my perspective I don't know because I don't know what the story's gonna be well I know his story yeah. later on but I don't mm. know what the story is now that's that's the beauty of this is I have kept myself spoiler free from anything good regarding the story so I have absolutely no idea what's gonna happen where we are now like no clue. I, I can assume things, mm-hmm. like when we got to the bank, I'm just like, as always, something bad's going to happen. I didn't see those things coming. Right. But I was under the impression every time. And that's another thing, too. You probably already know the answer to this. Somebody's setting us up. Because every time, every single time we go somewhere, they say... <laughs> They knew we were coming. They knew. And I was like, of course they knew. Somebody is setting you up. So I'm under the impression I have an idea who's doing it. But something tells me well, maybe tell I'm, me, I'm wrong. Tell me who. I'm shutting my face off from you so you don't see my reaction. Okay. You, you say the name that you think. I've got two guesses. My, my, the one I would assume immediately would be Micah. And that's simply because... I don't give a damn how hard-nosed he's trying to be or whatever, but I could see him selling out the entire crew for his own game. But I have my suspicions of another person that I'm going to keep to myself, but Mike is Mike is my, my main person that I'm targeting in, in my guesses. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. But anyway, that's enough of uh, spoiler talk of Red Dead. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get to uh, play a little bit more this weekend. You should. There's only there's seven chapters. Yeah. I'm hoping to, to get a little ground covered. Give me this little hint. Is, as far as where I'm at now, is it knowing me? Right. <laughs> knowing me. Am I going to spend some time no. here? Or will it just be... There may be some little finders things here or there. Okay. It's... Two missions and you're done with that place. So I wouldn't really worry too much about exploring nah. it and hunting, and because I know I could get lost in that if I tried. I mean, you might the hunting, yeah, maybe there might be some exotic birds or something. Okay. Maybe I can find a robin there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he went all the way over and shipwrecked with you. I don't. I don't, well, that part I kind of just. It's when you start the missions, it's kind of moves real fast. Yeah. And then it just ended and you were out. So I didn't really get that chance. Okay. I felt like there was there is like one or two opportunities to roam around, but I felt like there wasn't anything there really. All right, well if there's nothing there, then good. I'll, yeah. I'll probably get through pretty quick. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some news since we've spoiled so much of that. Well, that's okay for some people. Hopefully but, everybody's hey, played it. You know what? I'm the one late to the party. Everybody yeah. else should have played it by now. Yeah, they should have played it. All right, we've got quite a bit of news. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happened this week, believe it or not. So we'll I try don't to believe get through it. it as quick as we can. First of all. Last week, I mentioned in our like a real kind of casual quicket that there was a report that came out stating that Activision Blizzard was going to lay off a massive amount of employees 
on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and it was very much factual as the company laid off over 800 employees. Damn. Now, the Same question that. that a lot of people have asked is why? Because CEO Bobby Kotick, he recently touted the company's record results for 2018. In fact, they were the best the company had ever seen. But in his words, the company didn't realize, quote, its full potential, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> so we get rid of 800 people. Yeah. So Activision Blizzard offered those affected a comprehensive service package as well as supporting a uh, support and finding a new job. I did see, I did see that their severance package. This is a joke someone made. Mm -hmm. They get, handed them loot boxes in hopes to see who gets a pink <laughs> slip and who doesn't. Loot boxes and Destiny too. Yeah, have fun. So, uh, numerous names in the industries as well as gamers themselves, who no doubt contributed to the problem. Then help if you ask me, because you know how are we going to take these companies down? You're going to sit there and complain about them all the time. Stop buying their shit. Right. Don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Because now they're realizing we don't... Well, and maybe the, you know, they, they lost didn't. Destiny. That was 800 people that was messing around. Some of them were messing with Destiny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, these people, they, the company itself did not maintain record growth like this without people buying mm -hmm. their games. Yep. So do not act like they're such a horrible company if you were the one out there buying their games, supporting them. Right. You can't have it both ways. That's not how it works. Anyway, people took to Twitter. They said whatever they had to to be in support and defiance, you know, to everything because that's what people do is bitch and complain mm -hmm. and then be like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. And you know what? I'm sorry for these people too. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it. It's just, I just think it's, if you're not going to have anything business. important to say, just shut up because right. most people just do it just to stir the pot. It's, they they're probably just, you know, restructuring or something like that. That happens in businesses, and well, it sucks. But here's here's where it gets a little funny, okay? Because there was, a, just to show you, uh, kind of touch on this real quick, there was actually a petition to fire the CEO, by the way. That's oh. how crazy all this got. Anyway, what's more interesting about this story is that following the layoffs, just a mere few days later, the company announced it's hiring for several positions on projects like Overwatch and Diablo, which begs a bigger question. Why not offer these jobs to those people you just laid off? Maybe they did. Maybe they are. Well, I would guess, if I had to guess, the reason they didn't offer these jobs is because they probably pay less, and then they're trying to cut those pays out, mm -hmm. hiring new people, and then you don't have to pay them as much. Guarantee it. Either that or say, hey, you can have the job, but you have to reapply... And you're going to get less pay. Some crap like that. Even still. Yeah. That's it's low. Or shit. Yeah. One way or the other. I don't like it. Yeah. How they did it. And yeah. I don't think they're going to give them that opportunity if they gave them a severance package. Yeah. Probably so. not. But yeah, there's that debacle. Chime in on what you think. If you got any opinions. I got a lot. I don't <laughs> recall the last one, last Activision Blizzard game I have even purchased. I don't play Overwatch. I don't play Diablo. <coughs> I don't know anything that they have that I've bought. Bought Call of Duty. Black See, I don't buy 4. that. I don't play that. That's it, though. I don't think I bought Whatever. anything else. I'm getting my water. I'm getting dry. I'm going to start coughing again, damn it. That happened last week. <laughs> and I hope everybody got to hear our little bonus at the end. I did, and I guessed it right. Yeah, you did. I did. So, 
If you want to know what he's talking about, go to the other episode and listen to the very, very end. The and very you'll end. You'll know. Uh, another bit of news. Last week, there was a, a bit that came out from the Sony camp. First, we had the announcement of the new CEO and president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan. He's actually been with the company since 1994, and he's actually been in this role in a temporary capacity since last year. So now it's official. He is now mm-hmm. the president. Uh, then Sean Layden opened up about Sony furthering its commitment to cross-play, admitting that they were a bit tone-deaf to the initial demand from fans. He then continued to say that the company is open to allowing more cross-play among titles. However, certain developers commented by saying that the process is not as easy as he makes it sound. Despite one dev stating they could literally toggle a switch for their game to make cross-play work, the steps required to re- Approved crossplay isn't a guarantee, with Chucklefish Games CEO Finn Bryce saying, huh, Chucklefish, Finn. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he said that many of the crests uh, made for crossplay through both their account manager and directly with higher ups, all the way. You know what? I'm going to rewind that because I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> And I was trying to get through that without coughing, yeah. and then didn't work. So I'm going to leave that in, too. So Finn Bryce, the guy that I laughed at, because he's with Chucklefish, uh-huh. said, We made many requests for crossplay, both through our account manager and directly with higher-ups, all the way up until release month. We were told, in no uncertain terms, that it is not going to happen. Well, how long ago was this? I don't know. I don't this even know what the game is. You didn't say. So, kind of makes you wonder who's being disingenuous here. Is it them or them? And it might just be your game's not big enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if, why, why should it matter? I mean, what is it going to matter for the cross-play thing? I mean, why why is it such a big deal to have to go through this loophole of approvals? I have no clue, man. I that's that's the part I guess I'm trying to understand. If I understood that part of it, then maybe I'd understand some. I think of it there's a monetary thing to be talked about because if you're playing crossplay and say you go, you take your account across all things, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if you go on the Switch and you buy stuff when you come back on your PlayStation? It's not going to be there. So now, Switch that- got all the money. I figure there's probably. Like with Fortnite, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. when it came up. Like I think that the money was put in a pool or something. I don't know how they figured it out, but they did somehow or another, and that's the only reason they swip, flipped the switch. Well, that. I'd say with certain games that could work, but maybe not. I mean, when I think of crossplay overall, I mean, I can understand with the whole Fortnite thing. Me personally, I'm going to be stuck to one system, right? You know, I feel like that's stupid. I just want to be able to play with other people on other systems. Right. So if Somebody has an Xbox game, and I have the PlayStation version, and they want we want to play together. Mm-hmm. I want to just be able to do that. I have no interest in going and buying an Xbox. I have no interest in it whatsoever. Right. I just want to be able to play with my friend. You know, there's a reason we all have different consoles. That's just what we prefer. Right. But sooner or later, we're all going to hit the same game and be like, oh, yeah, let's play that together. Oh, no, I can't because right. I got this. You know, just, just That's the way it it's always been. It's yeah. just... I know, I know. Anyway, uh, finally, Layden also commented on Sony bowing out of E3. He pointed out how E3 used to be a much larger trade show, 
but that it isn't necessarily true anymore with trade activity dropping and the expo itself not being what it is or what it should be today, not really course correcting and changing times. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, the instant spread of information on the internet diminishes the need for journalists to even attend to get the word out because it's already out there when it hits. So he finished by saying that with Sony's decision to put out fewer but bigger games over longer periods of time, they will really have nothing to say at E3. So there's no point in them being there. Uh, Yeah, I think that's... I think that directly affects just this A3. I don't think they're really talking about the future as mm-hmm. much as they are. That's why they didn't come this time. But I don't really feel like it would be that odd to think that he would be talking about future E3. Yeah, it could either. be, yeah. It depends. I mean, it, it really does because I don't know. Because for me, I would say that with Nintendo already doing their Nintendo Direct tree houses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then now... They're bowing out. I'd say it soon. At some point, it's not going to feel no. as necessary anymore mm-hmm. because they're all doing their own expos. They're all doing their own shows. So yeah, just show me that. Yeah, and I hate that it you know that it's got like that with E3 because that's one time of the year when I just loved it. It was kind of like gamer Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just you wait that week, you wake up. Uh, go to work, come home as quick as possible, and wait for the uh, the show to start. You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna miss myself the um, PlayStation experiences. I just like that. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, there is something nice about it, but if you can at least give it to us in some other way, right. whether it's E3 or not, just yeah, I do enjoy the spectacle of it. You know, yeah. you've got a whole slew it, of games, spectacle. and you're gonna be like, hey. Here, this is what we're going to show you. Get ready, get hyped. Okay, I'm ready, I'm hyped. Just show me what you got. Right. Don't do it like you did last year at E3. Just, you got a slew of games coming? Give them you know, like, I think they screwed up by taking that break. Yeah. Like, dude, just show a sizzle, you know, sizzle reel for us. Don't go to that stupid little thing. Mm. Say, these are games that are coming. Show that for the next three or four Hour. minutes. And then mm. roll into what the, then they went into that other yeah. thing and did the they stayed everything was in there from then on so mm-hmm. then it yeah. could just flowed right into that you wouldn't have known anything they went to that awkward thing with Sid Schumann or whatever his name is and because <laughs> I want to punch him in the face I hate his face yeah I mean I know he means well God bless you dude but like I want to punch you in the face it's okay but yeah I, I love when they do it right it, it can be yeah. fun but when yep. they did whatever they did last year it was kind of like yeah, I think they knew we're fixing to show some of the same shit over and over. Mm-hmm. Let's just, okay, well, let's try to make it like a theatrical presence. And yeah. it didn't work. They tried something, it didn't work. And see, and at least this year, they know that they're not going to have anything new to show, right. or at least anything crucially new mm-hmm. to show. Then, yeah, bow out. Just be like, we really don't have anything yeah. that's going to, we don't have anything right now. We don't have it. Yep. You know, you're going to see all this other stuff. Everybody else is going to have their games. We don't really have anything on our end that we want to show you right, right. now. So fair enough. I mean, they're you know they're right at the tail end. We've seen everything they've got coming. You don't really want to run out and you know what blow your wad on the PS5 yet. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in a funny period here, and they just I think they made the right choice. All right. All right. Next thing we've got is uh, lately, you know, everyone wants to sue someone for something that they may or may not have the right to sue over, Mm -hmm. but people will try anyway. It's America. Now, we've recently mentioned lawsuits pending against Epic Games and the dance move seen in Fortnite. 
the first one to ever come down the pipeline was from rapper Two Millie. Two Millie. I don't I don't know him. That's from, like plastic, ain't it? Two Millie plastic. And let me listen to a song, and I wouldn't know who <laughs> um, that was. You got me standing next to him. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Yeah. So he's apparently suing over the swipe it emote because it resembles a dance step he created. I still don't understand that. Numerous other people followed suit and tried to get their money out of the company for the same thing. I mean, we I know we've mentioned them on the show who had the next lawsuit in line. However, Epic is fighting back, and it looks like they might actually win. Good. Because the company's attorney argued that the plaintiff's lawsuit is fundamentally at odds with the free speech principles as it attempts to impose liability by claiming rights that do not exist under the law. No one can own a dance step. Copyright law is clear that an individual or like individual dance steps and a simple dance routine are not protected by copyright, but rather are building blocks of free expression, which are in public domain for choreographers, dancers, and the general public to use, perform, and enjoy. Mm-hmm. This statement was further enforced by the U.S. Copyright Office, who informed Mr. Alfonso Ribeiro, who is suing over the Carlton dance routine. What, was that Carlton? That is, yeah. it's the guy played Carlton in it. Mm-hmm. That his attempt to copyright the cop or the Carlton dance was denied, since it is nothing more than a simple dance routine. So I think that once one of these is officially dismissed, they're all going they're out gone. the door. They're gone. They're good. Yep. So well, that, a, you just said it right there to me. Like, yeah. They don't have a leg to stand on. They don't. Because right. I've always I've found that to be odd you know i mean if you you honestly say that you're going to copyright a dance routine then every time someone is dancing on just dance or whatever then they're going to be sued too Mm -hmm. so everybody who dances can be sued because are you dancing my dance that's like saying i made that word up you can't talk yeah don't be saying that word so i mean what what are you supposed to do yeah hmm anyway on a related topic uh wrestler booker t Mm -hmm. is going after activision blizzard for copyright infringement, saying that the character Profit from Call of Duty 4 Black Ops, or Black Ops 4, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Yep. <coughs> God, I'm trying not to. Why am I coughing so much? Is <laughs> a direct copy of his character, G.I. Bro. I love that. <laughs> now, if you laid out the two characters, uh, like their story backgrounds, nothing mm-hmm. is similar. Nothing at all. However, if you look at art of the two characters side by side, there's a very clear connection. Like it almost looks like they ripped that off almost to the T. So, no word yet on how much money he's looking for or what actions he's suing for, but yeah, I think they've got a leg. Possibly, I don't know. I mean, is it that much of a stretch to think the Activision Blizzard ripped somebody off? I don't know. Do they know who G.I. Bro is? Clearly they do if you looked at these pictures. What was, I mean, is it a, I think what they, does G.I. Bro look like? Is he, I mean, does he have, is he generic? He looks like Prophet. But I mean, game. does he look generic? Because I can't think what Prophet looks like. I mean, I guess about as generic as you can go, but not, I mean, with giving it some sort of flair. You know no. what I mean? I mean, they're... You just have to see the pictures. I don't know much about that character. I didn't really look at it, but you could see the similarities. I feel like Booker T just like 
threw like some reverse racism out, <laughs> like trying to say two black dudes look the same. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, and in is that still a thing news? Pokemon Go creator Nantic recently agreed to a settlement around a class action lawsuit filed against the company back in 2016. The suit filed that business or was the suit. Let me try that again. Do it. The suit was filed. I'm having trouble today. I'm going <laughs> to leave water. all this in just was... for fun. The suit was filed by business and homeowners who mm. had gyms and Pokestops placed at their address. These placements led to numerous instances of trespassing on private property and even accidents caused by high traffic volume. The settlement will pay uh, named plaintiffs about $1,000 for their trouble, and the game will now offer a right of removal for all homeowners, while business owners will see a mechanism put in place to better honor their business hours. Hmm. But I would assume they would also have that right to refusal at some point. Yeah. I can't imagine if you're a small business owner and you don't want your place uh, to be a Pokestop, then I think you I'll, ought to have a right to say no. Yeah. I mean, like, why would they make houses Pokestop? I don't know. I mean, that is ask. a good point. I think I remember when I was kind of caught up in the craze, there was somebody's house that was a stop, and I was like, is that a business? Because I thought it was just businesses. I didn't right. realize people's houses could be a Pokestop. That would be fucking like all of a sudden somebody's catching a Pokemon on my back porch. I'm mm. like, what? I'm like, what are you doing? There's Pokemon here, man. Yeah, no, there's not. Get the hell off my yeah, porch. We don't. No, get out. Uh, It'd probably be you or Heath trying to catch the damn Pokemon. Well, it's not me. I haven't played that <laughs> game in years. Now, the next thing we've got is former rapper turned streamer. Two Millie. Dead Mouse. Oh, you know who Dead Mouse is? Yeah, he's he like big, the DJ. Yeah, looks like Big Mouse Head, whatever. Yeah. He was banned from Twitch last week due to the use of a homophobic slur, which. Is there, I'm not going to say it, but is there more than one? I mean, I can really only think of one. Well, what did he say? The F word. Well. Is there another one that I'm wouldn't missing? Wouldn't Q be one too? Like if you used like negative? Yeah, I feel like that one's kind of got more of a pass now. Like, <laughs> you know, like. We'll let that one go. People don't really look at it that way. You know what I mean? I guess in the way you say it in the context you use it in like you could use it pretty bad you know you could make it seem real I negative guess. i just i feel like no one bats an eye at that one but you say the f one and people just <gasps> like you said the n-word so i feel like it's got that same connotation but i can't think of any other race like i don't want to say it's a racist term it's just a bigoted term yeah but i, I don't i can't think of it i'm not trying to no, no. i just i find I it like, what else are you going to say? Again, I'm not defending him. Understand me, people. I'm just, I want to know, is there another one out there that I'm missing? Because I don't. I is mean, that I'm what sh- he said, though? He said the F word? Yeah. Which, for some, I'll be honest with you, I think that just, I think it's a common thing because we've seen other people do it too. I think PewDiePie did it. and Like not they, meaning to, not meaning in that it's way. In, it's in that, because this is what happened to him. He was, he had a stream sniper. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's someone who's watching, playing the game with you, but watching your stream, so he right. knows exactly where you are. Yeah. So he's getting killed by this guy, and then of course, just out of anger, he's like, says something to him, and then calls him that word. So I think it's in that you get angry and you just say things. Right. And I'm gonna admit that it's got to be in your vocabulary. Oh yeah. Something you do say. Now you may not mean to say it. Like I'll admit, I've said that word. 
Right. When I was younger, I used to say it all the time because right. it was just, it was there. Right. You know, we weren't said, don't say that. It's bad. It's just something that we said. It's like saying retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't mean it like that, but it just kind of flows into whatever you're yeah. saying. You don't, you don't think about it. Right. And then that's why I'm trying to be respectful now and not say it because I don't want to offend anybody. But I've said it. I've caught myself saying it. I'm right. admitting this openly. I don't want to be lynched like Liam Neeson right now, but right. I'm just saying I, I tried not to say it. Right. But I have, and like I've played a game and just, and it comes out. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I got, I mean, like somebody put me on front street when yeah. I said, I said something, I said, oh, that's retarded, you know? Yeah. And he, he dude, don't say that. I have a special needs son. I was like, oh, dude, I'm, I did not mean it like yeah. that at all. Like, I just want you to know that right now. Because I respected the dude, you know? Yeah. And I just, dude, I was so apologetic. I felt terrible, you know? But at least, I mean, it, again, I'm not, I don't I don't want to come off like I'm condoning his behavior. Right. But understand that some of us, we're not meaning to do this. It's just, it's a triggered reaction to something we were not told not to do way back when. Right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not saying it's right. It's just, it's still there. And sometimes when our brain's not working, it slips out. Right. I don't want to be caught in this situation where I'm saying that in public because that'll be it. But, you know, in Twitch's defense, like they, they run a company. And if that if you can't control yourself from being angry on TV, yeah, then we don't need you on here. Sure. So that could and, be that. You know. And he did. I mean, after he got banned, that was part of, uh, I guess, the rest of the story here is he uh, released a statement where he was very critical of Twitch. And how they seem to be, like, you can't say anything, you can't do anything, and you're always getting, everybody's getting banned now, because we talked about another uh, streamer last week who got banned for just saying that there's only men and women. And, you know, they were like, well, you're being, you know, un... I don't remember what the... They just said she she was being hateful to transgender people, and she's like, I'm not. I just said that there's men and women. And for me, when I'll just kind of reiterate quickly what I said last week, go have a conversation. You don't have to get her banned. Why not educate her? Right. That's what I did. I went out and got educated. I was like, because my mindset was like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Because you think, <laughs> like, to me, like, I'm thinking in my head right now, like, transgender, they just want to be, maybe it's somebody that wants to be the other sex. Mm-hmm. To me, like, yeah. I guess, but for them, they might not identify with either one. Right. And see, that's that was the part of it I wasn't really thinking of at the time. I was just like, man, woman, that too, that makes sense. Right. And then I spoke to someone who knew better, and I was just like, help me out here. I said, what, what am I missing? I said, does this offend you? And I was like, no, but I can understand where the outrage is coming from, and educated me on what I was missing. I was like, thank right. you. Now I know. I'll take it, and I'll run. Right. That's what... and. I, he doesn't need to be educated. That's not the point. I'm just saying, but that's where his rage was coming from. His was like rage, every time yeah. someone says something wrong, they're banned. They're immediately banned, and he was just frustrated. And he just vented, like on Reddit or Twitter or whatever. And then a few days later, when he had time to cool off, he came back and apologized for coming off as insensitive for saying what he did and what he'd mm-hmm. done, and just admitted that you know bad things happen when people mess up, and he messed up. Right. So. We all got to learn, people. That's, yeah. that's what this is all about. We don't need to tear somebody down no. for the rest a, of their lives. He just got his pee smacked. Unless you do yeah. something completely horrible, like murder somebody, 
I feel like you should get a pass. And even then, if the guy was trying to hurt you, mm-hmm. it's probably okay. Maybe. <laughs> Rape just... is also one of those things we we're not giving a pass to. It depends on if you're role-playing. Okay, role-playing maybe. Yeah. Only if. Only if. Consensual rape. Right. <laughs> Does that Is there a... Sure. Is it rape then? Uh, I mean, just, I don't even want to talk about fantasy. it. It's fantasy. Fantasy. Okay. Uh, the next thing I've got is the Dice Awards happen. And there were a lot of uh, things that happened. But, Stuff. Uh, got a war, by God, that uh, mopped the floor with them. Good. So it. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of run through the, the ones I consider to be noteworthy, so to speak. But here's what got a war won, okay? Not only did they win Game of the Year... They got Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, Game Design, Game of the Year for Adventure Category, uh, Outstanding Achievement in Character, Story, Art Direction, Sound Design, and Original Music Composition. Barry McCreary. And I'll give it to him, man. I mean, I feel like they uh, they owned every bit of that. Yeah, they did. But it was so... I mean, like now that you're playing Red Dead and you're getting into it, mm-hmm. how tough was it this year? I mean, yeah, I gotta admit, but I feel like at the end of the day, what was the Game Awards? Was it the 2018 Game Awards that we were watching that I got a little slotted about because Red Dead was winning everything? Yeah. And I knew I hadn't played it at the time, but I felt like there was something wrong with that. Like, everybody was just like, that's the new shiny thing. Let's love that thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is the game. You know, Spider-Man to me was also one of those that I really loved, but God of War is where it was. Right. That was the game changer. And again, Red Dead is great. And there are a lot of... it's it's It was a hard race this year, but mm-hmm. that's the one that deserved it. Yeah. And I felt like that's what made me angry about that is that game was so new and everybody was like, we're on this hype train. We're not yeah. really thinking about everything that should be. We're just... This is where the hype is right now. Right. And it's a good game. You know, it's the same thing as the year before, though, to me, uh, with the Red Dead and God of War thing, The Legend of Zelda and Horizon, because I played Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. It was not, it's not better than Horizon. Yeah, well, talk to Lace, because she made that argument last, <laughs> last week. It's just not. You know, she's not a fan. I mean, I've played it at the, you know, the GameStop, so where they got it on demo and display. Yeah. It's a great game, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, I mean... I, but I, I can't speak for it as a whole, but, I mean, there's there's something about it as I'm playing it. I'm not sitting there thinking, God, I've got to have this game. I know, man. I've got it, and I just don't even want to play it. And that's should say a lot. But again, but again, I know there are people out there that love it. Great. Good for you. I just, I don't know. I'm not so eager to play Mm-mm. it. Nope. Not at all. So I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry, Zelda. Anyway. Uh, speaking of Red Dead, they did win uh, Outstanding Technical Achievement, which I would assume is for the world that they created, which they deserve. And how awesome is Arthur Morgan, dude? He's a, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a character that I don't really know what I can really say about him that would do it justice because no, the just, way I play him, and I'm sure people can play him yeah. like a jerk or whatever, but... I'm just honorable, like all the way yeah, to the top. Yeah, he, he's, he's like a guy who's conflicted. Like, he knows what he's got to do. Right. And when they put him in that position where I have to do bad things, I feel bad because I'm just like, man. Yeah, because you can tell he feels bad too. Yeah, because he's like, man, come on, you know. And he's he's just trying to do right. And then that that moment between him and uh, oh, what's her name, Mary. Yeah. That that right there kind of solidified it for me to say he wants out of this. He just 
Oh, he would, would leave with her right then in a heartbeat. Yeah, but like you said, but he I've couldn't. got people i got to take care of. and I'm, he's He has a commitment to these mm-hmm. people, and that's the only reason I feel like he's still there. Yeah, because at that point, I feel like he was more for the people than he was for the gang. Mm-hmm. And he just, if I can see him to this point right here, because, you know, Dutch keeps stringing him along. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's wonderful. So that's well-deserved. Uh, Celeste actually racked up two. Got Outstanding Achievement for Independent Game and Action Game of the Year. Have you played that yet? I haven't. But I haven't either. I'd, I'd, I won't I'd like to get around to it at some point. I'm soon. probably going to throw my controller, I can tell, when I play that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see that. Uh, immersive Game, uh, Reality Game of the Year went to Beat Saber, since uh, everybody's been talking about that. Mm-hmm. Role-Playing Game of the Year went to Monster Hunter World. Uh, fighting game went to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is not a surprise. Uh, family game of the year went to Unravel 2. So I was really happy to see that. Yep. And then Outstanding Achievement in Animation went to Spider-Man. So, at least they got something. At dude. least they got something. Yeah. They deserve something. That just shows do. how good those that game was. It, just, it came out when they had to go against God of War and Red Dead. Mm-hmm. And it still got some awards. Yeah. Yeah, so. A little something. Yeah. Uh, now, the last thing I've got is Nintendo did a Nintendo Direct when they're famous Nintendo Directs, and they actually had a few surprises this year, or this, I say this year, this time. This time. This month. How much? How many times do they do their Directs? They're random. They seem like just whenever they feel like announcing a year. something. They could do... A, three a year? Three, four? No, there's more than that. Really? Because I feel like sometimes they do them every two weeks, just depending oh, on whatever okay. they got to do. But then it'll be a month or two before you see another one, and it'll drop back another one. It's like, we got one today. We got yeah. one tomorrow. And then just, it's whenever it's convenient for them, whenever they want to announce something big. So, I hope Sony takes that route. Well, they announced some, uh, some interesting stuff. And if they did, yeah, it would be like, Christmas sometimes because sometimes yeah. their their Nintendo directs are awesome mm-hmm. and then other times you're like eh, so I can okay. do without it but but their announcements they did the the biggest one was uh, Super Mario Maker two oh yeah I seen that this is not a port this is a mm-hmm. brand new this is a sequel they said it'll have a host of new tools and features for the game but they didn't really go into greater detail so I'm kind of hoping they'll add more things to it. Tapstream was excited. Oh, yeah. Trey was excited <laughs> as hell, boy. He was... Because I, I can understand why. Because if you've ever heard the story as to why Super Mario Maker is so important, then you'll understand why he's been kind of looking forward to this, I, I guess. Do you know the story? Yeah. I'll kind of give it a rundown. And he can he can probably tell it better. But essentially, he was on the outs of streaming. Mm-hmm. And... He just he wasn't sure what he wanted to do, and he just wasn't sure if it was right for him, you know. Right. And then along came Super Mario Maker, and he tried. He's like, "Screw it, I'll give this a shot. Why not?" And then he starts to play this game, and then everything takes hold at that point. Mm-hmm. His stream takes hold. His love for the game takes hold. I mean, it, and everything grew from there just That's because awesome. of that one game. That's great. So I can understand his his desire to see another one of these. Uh, what else we got? Oh, this is this is a pretty big one. I was kind of excited about this. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening is getting a remake for the Switch, and Ooh. yeah, it will be a Switch release. It looks a lot like in the uh, designs for a Link Between Worlds. So, okay, which one did you say again? Link's Awakening. It was the first Game Boy game. Oh, Game Boy it. Zelda. Game. I don't know why in my head I heard a Link to the Past. Well, it's like, I mean, the, it is kind of like, yeah, because yeah. it patterned that mm-hmm. 
for the Game Boy, right? There had that that link to the past design. I would recommend since you have a Switch, I'd recommend you getting it and checking oh, that out. I That'll will. probably be the Zelda game you'll love. Yeah, if it's anything like the third, that, the third one's still my favorite overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, uh, when I looked at the art style for this, it reminded me of a Link Between Worlds, which is Where the you'd go into the walls. The, yeah, the 3DS yeah. version. That was amazing. And that I one was kind of like a mixture between. Original Zelda and A Link Between the Past to me. A yeah, link, and then Link it, to the Past. Link to the Past and had some kind of new flair to it, you yeah. know? So it was set in that same world. I mean, you, you'd walk into these areas and be like, I know this area, but mm-hmm. then you'd find new elements and paths because it's a new game. Right. So yeah, I love that one. If that one ever came to the Switch like a port or something like that, it would be well worth it because it was on the 3DS. And again, that shows... that. All the Zelda games are great. So, what is it about Breath of the Wild that I think it's I think it's because the the idea is so foreign to what Zeldas usually well, are. I don't think that's it. You don't think so? No, I think that it. There's other games that do it better. Yeah, maybe. That's it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the rock climbing is great and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I love that. But there's something it just hinders. I don't know, man. I get pissed off when I'm trying to climb rocks and I fall. I can understand. You know, it's just, I'm like, it would have been cool if you just, you could just climb. Sure. And f- just fix it. I don't know. <laughs> just fix that. I understand. I understand. Damn it. Uh, another thing they announced was Tetris 99, which is a Switch release game. It's Tetris Battle Royale. It's probably the 99th version of Tetris that they've put out. Well, like, the idea is that 99 people can play Tetris all at the same time, and whoever comes out on top is the winner. That's it's available face, right that's now Facebook for free. Tetris. Yeah. And I so, played that shit on Facebook. So, I mean, you can play it right now. I don't care. Okay, I don't. Yeah, you want to. No, man. I, Go play with 99 I love, people. I love Tetris. I'm not playing that game. Okay. Uh, another big interesting announcement was they released a port of Final Fantasy IX on the Switch that day. Mm-hmm. And then also said that Final Fantasy VII is coming in March and that Final Fantasy X and X-2 will be released in April. So they're Are you excited? I wasn't because I don't really have a I mean, connection to the... I'm Not still either. looking forward to the Seven remake that they announced years ago, but I knew my wife, She every time she talks about Final Fantasy IX was the one she'd always come to for yeah. whatever reason. She's got some connection to it. So when I saw that trailer, I was like, hey, check this out. And then she lost it. She's like, oh my God, we need the Switch. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. We don't really. We can no, get it on the PlayStation, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I bet, it, I bet it is on there. Probably. So she was just getting all giddy about it. I was like, I don't really understand why you need a Switch. But I would okay. rather play it on the PlayStation. Well, yeah. if it would give her something. You know, I bought her Spyro. Yeah, I'm going to complain about my wife here for a while. I bought her Spyro. Okay. The game she used to love. Played it for five minutes. Pretty much. Because it was just like, she's like, oh my God, I want to play Spyro again. Oh my God. And just talking it up. So I was like, Christmas, there you go. There you go. I got you Spyro. And she went in there and she played it for two days. And then she tried pinning it on me saying that, well, I don't go in there because every time I leave the room, you get upset. And I was like, when? She's like, because you want me to spend time with you and all that. I was like, yeah, I do. But if you want to go play your game, I'm not going to get upset. Go play your game. I want you to play the game. I bought it for you. I played more of the game than I you. I see her being truthful. Like, you probably just get really mad at her. I would not. I think you do. No. Yeah. Fine. Do you beat her? going to take her. Do you, do, you, do you beat her? Do I beat her? I'm serious. 
Only in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Cut the cameras. Anyway, uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is also coming to the Switch. Nice. So they they get that this spring. I don't know a specific date, but in spring. That is going to look like shit on the Switch. It It may. And then uh, they're also, I, I think we knew this already, but uh, they got an, uh, an announcement for uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. We've got a little gameplay trailer. Uh, it's coming to the Switch this summer, and it will have online play for up to four players. Nice. So you can play with your buddies. Play your buddies. All right. Are you ready for some quickets? Quickets! Always ready for some quickets. And you got to get some water. Uh, new Mortal Kombat fighter update. Jade is coming back. She looks like Revenant Jade, where she looks all dead. Right. <clears throat> is that good? What? Revenant Jade. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I like it's like a zombie. I mean, she looks she looks pretty cool. I like. I, w- I wanted to see the video because they released the trailer, mm-hmm. and, but I didn't didn't get around to to seeing it beforehand, so I can't really comment. I just saw a picture because the Cabal trailer was badass. I don't know if you saw that. Uh-uh. <clears throat> yeah, I'll have to pull that up after the podcast. I don't look at any of it until the game comes out. Okay. Well, you're missing out then, buddy. No, I just don't want to. Okay, I understand. I like going on there and, and kind of like it how all it was. fresh. Yeah, none of, I don't know who's on there. Gotcha. Well, I've just spoiled it all for you. No, no, you, no. No one is different than seeing. I don't know what they look like or nothing like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Except um, for that's Revenant Jade. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Well, which is good. If you, if you play, says the she last looks like a zombie. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Kind of zombie yeah. Jade. How's that? Zombie Jade. I like that. All right. Uh, Capcom dropped a slew of soundtracks on the Spotify. Yeah, I seen that. Showcasing some music from Mega Man, Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, Phoenix Wright, Devil May Cry, and even Okami. And that made you so happy. I did. I've been listening to Spotify yeah. this week <laughs> because I was like, "What do they have now?" They're in the translations. Uh, the albums are in Japanese, mm-hmm. but the track listings are at least in English. So all I had to really do was look at the the cases or the cover art and be like, that's Mega Man 1, so that's where I'm starting. And then just go from there. You're yeah, a, but yeah, I've been soaking them up. I loved it. You're a dork. I love this stuff, I know man. you do. I Mega know. Man soundtracks are the best. Yeah, they are. You're right. They but really are. There's, a lot of those old games had these just great soundtracks that... That's just rarely rarely heard anymore. It's not just some simple music. You just listen to it and it's like, I can get into this, man. That's insane to say about 8-bit tunes, but you really can. You can just sit there. I think that is the the most amazing thing. They're 8-bit tunes. Yeah. And they they hold your attention. Mm-hmm. Like Zelda was one of the oh, first yeah. ones I can remember, you know. And just hear you can hear the music as it as was thought of, yeah. I guess. So you just get into it. I love it. Uh I Get this, this is uh, some interesting fact that I read today. An original NES first print Super Mario Brothers cartridge that came in from a test launch that is in mint condition and mm-hmm. unopened recently sold online for over $100,000. So I should get at least 50000 for the open version that I have. No. Damn it. This is a first run. That's a first run. Are you sure? No. You don't know. I'm going to tell them that, though. They don't. This is official. This is in the box no, and everything. That's they the one that's got the duck hunt. <laughs> no, this is, a, like this fifth is run. just Super Mario Brothers. I did have one, a first run, though, because I bought it at Walmart, you mm-hmm. know, like when it came out. Well, no. I don't have it anymore. I wish I did, though. Well, you don't anymore. No, sorry. Hey, guess what? World War Z is coming out on April 16th. Good. Are you excited? I'm a, Yeah. 
Okay. Well, yeah. There right. you go. April 16th. The zombies. Uh, there was a developer quoted as saying that the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox 2, as I like to call it, will bring major changes in console history. What do you think that means? As long as it doesn't involve TV, I don't know. I have no clue, man. I'm not going to even guess. So you don't even want to take... No, I don't know. I don't know what he means. It could be like <clears throat> console powers. You know, that's what they usually talk about. It's going to make history. It's going to be the most powerful console the most ever. Powerful. So, Like the Madbox? Yeah. I think that's what it is. That and just everything could be way more integrated. Could so be. who knows? Who knows? But then the next one will make history again. <clears throat> they say this every time. They do. But I just, I wanted to see if you had an opinion. That was my opinion. Okay. VR all the way. No. I hope not. The PlayStation Ver. Ver. No. No, no. No? Okay. No. I like having my choice. Fair enough. Uh, former Telltale Xbox, not former Xbox. See, I'm stuck. I'm going to rewind to former Telltale Games employees. That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Formed their own studio called Ad Hoc Studios, hoping to continue the idea of a narrative-based game. Mm-hmm. Good. So, something tells me if they wanted to continue with the Walking Dead series, this is who... And they could have already had this planned in motion because we talked that Telltale is wanting to do more games. Maybe this is what this was all about. They're going to get ad hoc. They're going to do it, and then they'll be published through Skybound. Could possibly. How about that? We're already figuring shit out before it's announced, but we don't know that for sure, so that's trash for now. Uh, the Epic Game Store added an offline mode if you're interested in that. I don't know. Okay. What about what about Ubisoft wants to make a new Battle Royale game? Why? I don't... Because money? God damn, I'm sick of Battle Royale. Okay, well, they want to make another one. Uh, and finally, the next Japanese Pokemon movie will be a fully computer animated movie. So it'll be CG Pokemon. <laughs> Are you excited about that? I'm not. I don't really care. Uh, I have no truth or trash today. I, okay. I was really spent and I, I didn't I have any. This was a rough week. It was. I was sick. You were sick. I was trying. We're both sick. But I got some weird news. Weird news? Is there sex in it? I mean, there, you feel like it should be. Yeah, there should there's be. There's not. There's none. There's not really. Not even like a hint. I mean, in the in the if you if you dig into the headline, maybe you could assume. Okay. Because day after day. I see this world regressing. I don't know about you. Because right now, Pennsylvania is trying to pass a 10% sin tax. What the? What? On a sin tax. Like, this is bad. Right. It's like, sin. you just cussed, here's 10%. Yeah. But they want to pass this on video games rated M or adults only. Lawmakers are trying to push... This They've been trying to push it through since last year, mm. but last year it gained no traction, so now it's being pitched as additional funding for school safety measures. Oh, damn it. So they're trying to, you know... You can't go against that. <laughs> now, the uh, Entertainment Software Association noticed this, quickly spoke up against the bill, saying that it is in violation of the U.S. Constitution and any efforts to single out video games based on content will be struck down. Good. And they even reinforced uh, 
this statement with numerous studies that concluded that video games do not cause violence. No, they don't. So, but they want to keep pushing it and they want to keep boop, boop. And then the syntax, they want money. Syntax. <clears throat> hey, uh, would you like to buy something for a dollar? Well, let me, what you got? I mean, I only got one thing and it's just something simple. Did you get it from Shady? Uh, I mean, it feels like something he would pitch. Okay, let's hear it. You like PlayStation, right? Love it. Do you like old PlayStation, like PS1? Is it a fucking classic? No, you no, no. You sell me a, mini, a PlayStation classic? I'm not going to sell you a classic, but I mean, do you like the design? Do you like the old school uh, PlayStation? I mean, I'll, yeah. I mean, yeah. if stuff was, you know, merchandise with that stuff on it, you'd kind of be like, oh, that's kind of neat. Just get to it. Okay. How about an official Sony PlayStation Watch that is looks like the PlayStation 1? No. And then you can see the time there on the circle. Oh, my God. Why are they doing that? I don't know. But God, Are they going to put it in a Happy Meal? I, I don't know, but it's like a PlayStation Watch, and you can see it on the circle. And I know. And it shows you the time. And they had Pokemon watches at Burger King. <sighs> but this is official. I don't give a damn. That now is look, just stupid. All right. Well, they come out in August, and I, if you if 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 I was buying it, I wouldn't pay more than fifteen dollars for one. Did I mention it's official? Yeah, I'm officially only paying fifteen dollars for it. <laughs> well, officially you're gonna have to pay thirty two ninety nine. No, that's too much, man. Well, I'm sorry. That's God. what they're offering. That's what they're man, asking I, you for. You are not gonna see anybody rocking the PlayStation Watch. Okay, I promise well, you. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I might get one. <laughs> Are you getting one for real? No. Not today, anyway. No, are you going to get one when it comes out? Uh, Probably not. I'm not a watch person. You better not. (laughs) I'm not a watch person. I will not talk to you (laughs) at all. It's for kids. It better be. Maybe. But why would a kid care about that? I don't know. They probably won't. Look at the spaceship. Spaceship watch. Yeah. The spaceship watch, ma. Okay, release dates. Real quick. I only have quite... I've got a small little list. You know, we're in that quiet period right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fine with me because yeah. it gives me less to read. Yeah. On February 19th, we have Stein's Gate Elite for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Then we have Death's or Death End Request. And I don't understand this use of semicolons in between Re and Quest. What is that all about? What am I missing? It must be a remake. It must, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Death End Request. Uh, it's for the PlayStation 4. Then we have Yakuza Kawami Kuwami for PC. Then Unexplored Unlocked Edition for PlayStation 4. Then on the 21st, we have Near Automata Game of the Yora. Ooh, that threw me off. Yora. Y-O-R-H-A. Yora. Game of the Yora Edition. Sure. Uh, yeah. For PlayStation 4, then we have Xmorph Defense for Nintendo Switch. Say that again. Xmorph Defense. Okay. What'd you think I said? It just you sound like you're <laughs> that right there. Okay. Uh, then we have Devil's Engine for Nintendo Switch and PC. Then the rest of these are for the Nintendo Switch, so I can only say it once. Origami, Shadow Edition, Hell Warders, Warplanes, World War II Dogfight, Rotating Brave, Almost There, The Platformer, uh, Yumi, Nikki, Dream Diary, Cube 2, and Gigantic Army, all for the Nintendo Switch. Then on February 22nd, we have Anthem for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Are you going to buy that? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, tier chains of Valhalla for play or Nintendo Switch, excuse me, and then Dirt Rally 2.0 for PlayStation 4, then Unexplored Unlocked Edition for Xbox One, and finally Quest for the Golden Duck for Nintendo Switch. Good God, that game! Wow. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. So, do you want to play what the hell did you just say? Well, I heard that you have me some very questionable games. I had, I picked out some good ones because I thought you were going to be there, and then yeah. sickness came through. So what I'm going to do is I, I saved them for you. Yeah. And I also have the um, the descriptions. Right. So do your best. So I have we'll, to. Now I'm trying to guess what the game really is. Yeah. Now. You try to tell me as best you can what you think the game is, and then we'll find out if you're right or not. Okay. All right, so the first one is Clown Thug Cop Zombies. Clown Thug Cop Zombies. Huh. It is a top-down shooter. Mm -hmm. You are the cops, and you are caught in between a battle of clowns and thugs, and zombies. And the world is in chaos. Okay. And it's... I'm seeing like a twin... top-down, like, twin-stick shooter type. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like something like House Mark would make. Mm-hmm. But maybe not... Like, maybe more like... um, What was that game? Miami... Uh, what was that, that game? You know what I'm talking about? With the masks. You let, Hotline you let, Miami? Hotline Miami, yeah. yeah. Kind of like maybe more like in that vein okay. where it's maybe not twin sticks, but it looks like that style. Sure. Yeah, so that's it. Okay. Am I close? You hit, you hit a few uh, interesting bits that you weren't too far off from. Uh, Clown Thug Cop Zombies is a one-of-a-kind game. Now, this is their official description, by uh-huh. the way. It's a one-of-a-kind game like you have never seen before. You load into a zombie-infested game area and are forced to search for weapons and defend yourself from evil clown zombies, thugs, and cops. Okay, so you're actually not a cop. No, you're just a guy. Right. And they didn't really go into great detail as to how the gameplay... Of course, I did look at a trailer, and I don't recall it being the top... Like, kind of how you described, not quite in that vein, but... So it's not... I don't remember. Right. <laughs> it was last week. So I get a point, technically. Sure. I mean, yeah. you hit a few yeah. you points there that, that were close. All right, now this one's should I save this one for you for the end? Yeah, I'm going to save that I'm going to save that one for okay. the last. All right. All right, the next one is The Treehouse Man. The Treehouse Man. Mhm. Hmm. I'm thinking Swiss Family Robinson. Okay. You know, you crash on an island and you've got to build your treehouse. And there's puzzles and lots of scavenging and possibly kind of maybe some tower defense mm-hmm. in there. See, I'm going to have to look up the certain game elements, too, Yeah. next time, instead of just the description. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're nowhere close. <laughs> uh, once... The kings of the peaceful forest, the children are facing tough times as a horrible corruption has overtaken their home. Even more deliberating or debilitating. Words. Words are hard. Debilitating. There we go. I found it. Uh, Then the dangers of the forest is the silence of the treehouse man. Oh, damn. So he's he's evil. (laughs) 
The children have always served him loyally and diligently, but now in their time of need, he remains silent. Newly baptized into the group, your task is to take the last hallowed boat to the world tree, on top of which he supposedly lives. You must unveil the truth and save your brothers and sisters, for the silence from above kills them all. Oh, damn, I was, no, I was way off. No. Yeah, no points awarded that round. Okay. This next one is all for you. Okay. And you can do your best to come up with whatever, because this is very, very weird. And I'm going to read it. I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, the name of the game. Sexual Manga Anime Balls 2 Spermination. Oh, damn. So, you know, it's like uh, all these games are like these <clears throat> anime-like story-driven games, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's choices you make. And I don't know, I guess... what was Read the title of the game again. Sexual Manga Anime Balls 2. Spermination. Oh, like everybody's... They're battling this manga... Uh, no, not a manga. That's... Uh, these balls. Okay. <laughs> they're impregnating everybody. Okay. And they're trying to fight against that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a freaking hentai. I mean, much. you you might be close. I know because all I can see, like they all look the same. It's like, um, seduce this girl. Okay. And get her naked, and mm-hmm. then the hentai comes in and, and does what its thing. It seems like. Now, the one thing you would be uh, hard-pressed to note is that this is not a visual novel. It's not. Believe it or not. What? No. I'm going to describe to you, this is word for word, word for word, what was on their official Steam page as the description of this game. This game is not intended for persons under 18 years of age. In the game, there are perversions, pornography. In the game, you will beat a member of the eggs that will fly on the map. In the background, I will be women who show their vagina close up. <laughs> I mean, he started off good, and then he just trailed off into like, what are you, what? Yeah. So It's totally a Japanese. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Now you know what the game's all about. That's a point. Uh, I win. Yeah, I'll give you that I win. one. Simply because the game was insane, Yeah. and it could have been anything. Lace, I beat you. Yeah, because we, we. By the way, we miss you, Lace. Yeah, we we, we miss you, but we had to do it today because yeah, thing. she's at work. Today. She's she's fine. She's not. Yeah, she's, she's at work not today. Sick. She's just working. We're doing it a day earlier than we normally do. Because mm-hmm. some people are busy. Some people got things to do. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for a headliner today? I'm ready for the headliner. Because I, I decided <laughs> I was going to dig around. And I was like, what could we do? What would be fun? And then I thought, ah, here's a, here's a good one. So, um, back in the 90s, mm-hmm. Street Fighter Two kicked off the fighting game craze that led to so many different kinds of games coming out, trying to top one another by presenting something unique. Now, Mortal Kombat came in with realistic fighters, blood, and fatalities. Mm-hmm. We got games like Virtual Fighter or Tekken that featured the 3D models that fighting... Actually looked pretty amazing at the time, even yeah. though it's pretty dated now. But. Dude, Virtual Fighter was the one, like, if you look at it now, you're like, it looks like two milk cartons yeah. fighting each other. <laughs> but for the time, it was like, oh, that's kind of yeah. cool, I guess. You know, yep. 3D models. 
Uh, Nintendo even jumped in the fray and they combined two of the previous elements that we kind of mentioned with Killer Instinct. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was all about the combos. You got to get the combos. Combo Combo. breaker. Old combo. Yeah. They all love that game. All that stuff. And then they had their versions of finishers or I really don't like to call them fatalities in other Uh games because they're finishing moves, I guess. But they weren't as gory or bloody. But there was blood in the game, which mm-hmm. kind of a stretch for Nintendo. Right. It wasn't gray blood. No. That's true. It was it was blood blood. And yep. then I think there was green. Somebody had green. And yeah, one of them oil. was like an alien, right? Or yeah. something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, cop, uh, Capcom. They cop, even, cop, 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 Capcom. 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 They even doubled down with Street Fighter and added Marvel superheroes into their games. So you had Marvel versus Capcom and... That's still a big game. Today. Street Fighter versus Marvel, or was it Marvel versus Street Fighter? I think and it went to Marvel versus Capcom. Street Fighter versus um, X Men. I don't know. There was, was that what it was? I don't know. I remember all I remember is Marvel versus Capcom. There was there was one prior. I think it was Street Fighter and Marvel characters, and then it evolved into the Marvel versus Capcom. Okay, I think it might be it. it. Might be it. Because I remember playing as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And they had, there was that X-Men game, Children of the Atom, I think. Yeah, something yeah, like that. That was pretty cool, too. Anyway, all these all these fighting games. You know, there were just so many titles trying to top one another. There were some duds out there, to be sure. And there were even a few that got lost in the shuffle. A game like Time Killers. Do you remember Time Killers? Yes. That one was quickly forgotten, I feel like, because it had terrible controls. Yet it had a, it had a pretty good gimmick that was kind of making use of the shock value of blood at the time. Because you could be mid-fight and slice off somebody's limbs, so you had to fight with a, the handicap, so you only had the one arm. And, you know, that was kind of cool, I guess. Because you're like, oh, I mean, the first time I played it, someone cut off my arm, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm still alive, but I have no arm. So it was a nice novelty, I guess, but the game itself was shit. Right. <laughs> so it was just like, ah, I'm tired of this. Uh, and then we had uh, games like Clay Fighter, which is a very unique premise that, I personally loved, but the novelty wore off quickly. And although I feel like one could argue that it could be so much better today, like yeah. utilize that and speed it up and make it smoother, faster. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be awesome. But that one actually invokes similar thought into our focus, which is Primal Rage. Oh, yeah, that's a great game. The game was developed and released by Atari in 1994, and this takes place on Earth. Which is U R T H. Earth. Earth. We're on Earth, buddy. Uh, where dinosaurs and apes, or dinosaur and ape gods, rule and are battling for supremacy after a meteor strike devastated Earth. E A R T H. They moved up to Earth. Earth. Uh, and sent humanity back to the Stone Age. At its core, it's a very typical fighting game with tropes of the times, like special moves, blood aplenty, and even finishing moves. Now, if you've never heard of this title before, let me enlighten you a little bit about the game and its fighters. Despite them all looking like mindless, raging creatures, the story points out that the beasts do have goals. We have Blizzard, the ape-like god of good and virtue, Armadon, the... Ceratopsian Theropophermia. He looks like a dinosaur. With right. The, the tri. What do you call him? The the thing with the tribal. 
No, the what, what are they called? With the, I'm trying. To, I see the thing there, and I can't think I of what can't it's called. I think what he looks like. Triceratops. That's what I'm thinking about. But <laughs> he's not quite there. He's to what the spiky one and the thing. You know what I'm St- talking. Stegosaurus. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but not not quite. He's he's kind of he's what the thing is that I said there, but I can't read this out of Wade. <laughs> anyway, he's the god of life. Uh, Talon, the raptor god. Well, he's the god of survivor, but he looks like a raptor. Then we have Sauron, the tyrannosaur-like god of hunger. They all wish to maintain peace on Earth. So I'm going to say it. Then we have Chaos. He's the ape-like god of decay. Vertigo, the cobra uh, sauropod. Kind of a dinosaur-esque uh, cobra-like goddess. Ooh, it's a female. She's there. Of insanity and Diablo, the tyrannosaur-like god of evil and destruction. And don't I wasn't making fun of women. I was just, you know, they do that all the time. You got to put in a woman, so she's the snake. Why is the cobra the woman? I'm gonna have been the fire-breathing tyrannosaur. Anyway, she's the or he is the evil god of destruction and evil. They all desired to plunge Earth further into chaos. Their names and their deity approximation give you enough detail about who they are because they didn't really flesh out the story per se. Now, in typical fighting game fashion, you can select from each of the seven, each with their own set of moves. Each fighting arena is home to one of the aforementioned gods. While fighting, you'll see your tribe worshipping you in the background, cheering your fighter on, and some will even step forward and worship you on the battlefield. Now, should you... Have the opportunity, you can eat your opponent's worshiper and earn bonus points. Yes, this game still implemented scores. There was at some point where I was just like, There's no more scores. Yeah, I don't care about scores anymore because the games are beyond that. In fact, uh, this game actually features a mini game in which you are tasked with eating as many worshippers as you can within a given time limit. So uh, if you want to go around and eat people, that's kind of neat, I guess. However, the main reason people flocked to this game, because I know I did, I'm sure a lot of people followed suit, was the finishers. The fatalities were still a new concept back then, so for any other game to say, we can do that too, we as consumers would say, okay, what do you got? Mm-hmm. So this game had some pretty interesting finishing moves that were pretty gruesome. And I'm going to give you a list of one from each, because they all had at least two. I think some even had three. Right. So, here's one from Sauron. <clears throat> he uh, leaps into the air, lands onto the opponent, and essentially turns him into a bloody pile of gut. Squishes him. Smush. On Earth. On Earth. Then we got Talon. He twirls around and carves up the opponent into a nice bloody mess. So, they're just sitting there with their skin hanging out, their bones showing like, and he's dead. Vertigo, she shrinks the opponent and then eats them. Mm. Which is pretty basic, so it's not as gruesome as some. Right. Uh, Blizzard smashes the opponent into the ground and punches out their brain. Nice. Which is pretty awesome at the time. Like, oh, shit. He awesome. smashes brains. Then Armadon summons electricity and fries the opponent into a charred corpse. That was not even good. And you know, it's kind of funny. Didn't all those games have, they you know, did. those fatal those, those simple ones that were just like, what can we do? I don't know, just... Set him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Electrocute him. Uh, yeah. Put a water puddle in and uh, drown yeah. him. Just, just do something simple. We don't have to all be winners. <laughs> he took all the air away. He can't breathe. Uh, then we had uh, Diablo 
and I'm pretty much going to spoil all of Diablo's finishing moves. He just he just burns all of his opponents. He's a fire breathing tyrannosaur. I mean, what, yeah. what else is he going to do? They all they all turn to crisps. So finally, we have chaos. I saved him for last because his finishers land on two separate categories in my book. First, we have the pointless category. One finisher, which I would assume can only be performed on one stage because it would make no sense anywhere else, right. has him leap into a nearby pool of water. And that's it. He doesn't do anything else. He just defeats his opponent and then just jumps in the water. I don't, I don't know what that was supposed to do. I, don't know, I have no idea. Mic drop kind of thing? I guess. But it was just like, that. okay, that's it. Cool. Next shows him projectile vomiting into the air, walking off screen, reappearing on the other side to then slurp up said vomit that was still in the air. Does nothing to the other character whatsoever. He just eats his own vomit. Spoilers, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't really see That was it. his only moves? Two moves? Well, there was one more. The second side of this coin would be controversial which I suppose could be the point of the vomit finisher mm-hmm. like they're just trying to do something to, for shock value and be like what can you do I don't know just, uh, eat his own vomit yeah because he's nasty he farts and vomits on everybody that's <laughs> his special move so just have him he's like Uncle Frank yeah it's fine we'll do that so his last finisher <clears throat> was to urinate acid onto the downed opponent and essentially leaving behind a melted bone pile of skin. Of, of piss. Yeah. But he pisses on them. Does it show... He's an ape, right? Yeah. Does it show his ape pecker? No, because he turns at an angle oh. to where you just kind of see he's, him from the back you end. You see his ape But butt. then you see his stream go out and then dissolve and, and disintegrate yeah. the opponent. Now, why was that so controversial? Because... Well, it hadn't been seen in a video game. Uh-uh. It was about... I guess, what would you call it? Uh, waste matter of sorts. And I guess that was a, a, a stretch too far from blood. Yeah. You know, you can fart, you just can't pee on nobody. Don't poop on nobody. Either. Don't poop on nobody either. That's nasty. So it was so controversial that it was actually censored from certain home versions of the game. Most notably would be the Super Nintendo version, which was kind of strange for me for some reason. Because, first of all, the what the how they censored it. I don't know if you ever saw this, but how they censored it was essentially you didn't see anything. It would just show like the the no symbol, and that was it. So if you tried to perform it, that's what you would get. Like, nope. Wouldn't even do the move. Yeah, and I'm, nope. why not? Why not do some new move? Right. Anything, you know, because at least you had the fatalities of Mortal Kombat. But I know they weren't bloody, or anything, but they still did something. Yeah. So why not do something here instead of just be like, nope, you're not doing nothing. So this is no. a wasted finisher. But you know, like back then, like those games probably sold like crazy when people was finding out about it. Mm-hmm. And then you could still go buy the game and it not be fixed until a certain point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like next week, there's going to be a fix for it. <laughs> now, again, I, I point this out because... Recently, Nintendo had just allowed blood in games. So we had Mortal Kombat 2 had just come out, and we had all the fatalities intact. 
everything down to Kung Lao slicing somebody yep. in two, and that thing is nasty. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember it. So we had that, and then two, the game was only rated T. I don't know if you remember that or not. This is only a teen rated game. Uh, kind of. Okay. Now, as gruesome as all it was and all that stuff, I, I really feel like the only reason it had the teen rating was because these were not human characters. Right. They were fighting with monsters. So there wasn't really this idea that, okay, this is portraying re, you know, real creatures or real people right. dying and being killed. These are just monsters fighting one another. You can see that in a movie and it's no problem. Right. So I think that's why they got pushed to a teen, which is understandable. But I don't know if I, I neglected to mention to everybody the characters. There's little stop motion characters, you know, like the the old Ray Bradbury, you know, movies and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of a nice little nod. So they had that that kind of look to them. Yeah. So for me, that gave it like a unique old school flair. Uh, and even the worshippers were, were actual live action or live actors. So that was a nice little blend of, of things. I remember getting this game from uh, Renovideo. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the controversy of the game uh, raged on with parents, calling for the game to be pulled from stores because they saw the golden shower from... Was it golden or was it silver? Well, it was golden in the game. Oh. And... This happened on the Genesis version. Because, you know, Sega's like... Ah, we're doing it anyway. We're doing it. It's fine. They always had blood. Yeah. So this actually led to Best Buy pulling the game from its store shelves, only temporarily, while the ESRB reevaluated the game. But they stood their ground saying that the rating is exactly the way it's going to be and they're not going to change it. There's no reason for it to be mature. There's no reason for it to be adults only. Nothing. So they're like, yeah. oh, we're, we're sticking to we our... We all take peas. Mm-hmm. Even Time Warner Interactive, who was the publisher at the of this game, pointed out that kids shouldn't be buying the game. You know? Because I think what started this was an 11-year-old boy buying the game. Yeah. And then his mom catching him. like, oh, you hurt my child because I saw somebody <laughs> pee on somebody. I hate that. Yeah. So he, he said, no, you're to blame here. You should be watching what your kids are playing. So good for Time Warner doing something good Mom back in the 90s. Mom bought it. Yeah. Uh, Best Buy did actually begin to resell the game at some point. However, it was not the Genesis version. It never got back on their store shelves. Right. So they, they were sticking to their, well, it needs to be mature. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. So despite all this, and actually the timing of that was... Actually, after the the game had kind of ran its course, so right. they're just like, we're not going to do that. This game's been out for two years now. Screw you. That's dude, that's how I kind of feel about like Grand Theft Auto 3 when that whole thing started. Mm-hmm. It's been out for a year. Yeah, it's like, it's too late now. No one cares. Yeah. Now, despite all this, the game was a success commercially and critically. Some reviews, however, were not as positive. Uh, there were some for the Genesis version. I'd say getting most of the critiques, despite having all the things intact it was a genesis game Mm -hmm. and the graphics were unimpressive to say the least uh even the super nintendo version was called so average it hurts (laughs) that's bad yeah uh so even with all the success what happened now with primal rage 2 was actually in development at one point there were even promotional materials set up and even a release date of september 1996 set in stone 
But ultimately, Atari apparently didn't have enough faith in the project, assuming it was not going to generate enough sales. So, that's where that kind of goes. However, and I didn't know this, they didn't apparently want the story development they had done to go unseen. Mm -hmm. So, a book was made called Primal Rage, The Avatars, and it was published in 1997 that features the story that was meant for the game. Cool. And seeing as how the game would have focused on human avatars for the gods themselves, I felt like it was a step back, and maybe it was for the best. So you got it? I didn't, but just from the research that I did looking into it, I do remember screenshots, and they were showing human characters for the game, and I was like, huh, okay, I guess that's not dinosaurs, but sure. Right. But to, to have human fighters and not the dinosaurs, I mean, that was what made Primal Rage right. unique, was your dinosaur fighters. So why why do what everybody else is doing and do human fighters? It just it felt like a wrong move. Right. But should this game remain long forgotten? That's the big question. No. I bought it. I had a decent amount of time you know, playing it. I had some fun from it. And the concept for me was inter- interesting and graphically appealing. Because, again, I'm a sucker for the stop motion and the claymations and stuff. I was just like, yeah, I'm in. So, the game actually got re-released on the Midway Arcade Treasures collection. I think it was the second one. And I got to play it again. But I did kind of lose interest pretty quick. Did they have the big red symbol over the... They did. That was the other thing. I was like, (laughs) I never got to see it, man. I never got to do it myself. I always had to watch it online. So, the game as it is really doesn't present anything to really warrant repeat playthroughs it's just something you can kind of pick up and go here and there right and I can admit it'll get stale pretty quick but I feel like there are a lot of good ideas there and it's something that needs to be like that's what needs to be the focus of the game the mm-hmm. ideas the concepts right you know, fighting fighting game that's everybody can do that it's simple right work on your concepts give people a reason to want to play and fight you know I feel like if they gave these ideas to the right people and allowed them to create the game that could be then I would be interested in really giving it another look right but who would do it rare (laughs) no then we'll never get to play it then we have to buy a damn Xbox (laughs) give it to NetherRealm yeah you can get it on uh, PC Mm. hmm Yeah. yeah, I just don't wouldn't want rare doing it anyway. Yeah. Not that rare. No, not, not, not that, that rare. Not that rare. The old rare. Yeah. Good rare. Good rare. But hey, I guess why that's our show. That's it. Yep, we're done. Yeah. You going on a train ride tomorrow? I am. I'm gonna have fun. Choo 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 choo. That's what I'm gonna come back saying next week. Yep. Good. Be first thing I say. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners out there in Radio Land. You can remember to follow us on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. Find us on Instagram to view our weekly icon art or shoot us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com and we'll read it on the show because, you know, that would be fun, right? You want to hear us read emails on the show? I would I'll, love I'll, to read emails on the show. I'll do it. I'll give it to everybody else and have them read it because I read every damn thing else. Yeah, I would read an email on the show or two. Todd's email corner. Send us yeah. send Todd an email at supermakercrash at gmail.com. Care of Todd's email corner. Please. Uh, you can support the show. <laughs> I want come on. Somebody send a damn email. I, 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 I want to read this the damn to happen. Now. I want to read the damn email. Yeah, I want this to happen now. 
I'm so I'm so turned around right now. I don't even know where my stuff is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christ, I what can't are we doing? find it. Anyway, support the show. You can press the like button. You can leave a comment. Leave reviews on your preferred platform. And you can even go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. And should you want to share the love, tell your friends you can find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. Everywhere. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark. Join us again next time, Supermaker Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.